and let's go back to Scotland Yard, where the three uh, the three of you guys, I imagine, headed back there after everything else. Yep, filling out paperwork. Okay, so uh, yeah, you guys are at your desks filling out a whole boatload of paperwork. Oh, before mm. I get to that, mm. I take the hydroneck that's in the back of the truck. Mm. I go into, uh, I basically ask the mess hall to clear out a small area for me. All right. And I cut half the neck into relatively large chunks. Okay. About the size of a, like, uh, skull, basically. Okay. And uh, then I stuff the rest of it, like I wrap it, and I stuff the rest of it in the freezer. All right. And uh, I basically go down to the containment cells, and I uh, give Grinner his snack. Okay, so as you're cutting up the neck in the mess hall and stuff, like, you begin to attract a bit of a large crowd, like, because a lot of these folks have never seen it, like... A hydra neck before. Or, and a hydra head, for that matter. Mm. So, yeah, a lot of them are just watching you as you go, and even the head chef is stopping what he's doing in the kitchen to watch you, and, um... Hey, uh, you mind if I, uh, have a whack at that? Uh, what part? The skull or the neck? Um, I'd like to see how it, uh, parts along the, uh, neck. Alright, uh, Blackmore looks around for, like, one of the larger knives, just... Okay. So, um, yeah, and he begins... Oh, it's like... It's like cutting through raw velvet. Oh, this is magic, this is. Alright, um, I just, I just needed to do the one thing. But, uh... There's some good stuff. Hmm. Yeah, there's a, uh, if you want some, there's a mi- market in Mythtown. Where is it? <laughs> uh, I give him directions to uh, the Capital Hut. Right. Uh, okay, everybody, kitchen's closed, and he immediately hurries <laughs> out the door. Uh, well, I hope the rest of you like seafood. <laughs> so, yeah, and, yeah, so once you have enough of it, you take it down to Grinner, who's uh-huh. waiting in a cell. So, what have you brought for me today? Fresh and named. I put one of the things through and slide it forward. Uh, he had he immediately stuffs it into his mouth and begins chewing. Oh, that's some good shit. Oh, like popcorn. This stuff is. Uh, I haven't tried it yet, but uh, I'm in Mythtown. I'll try it. I'll think I'll give it a shot. You are good for your word. Keep bringing me some of this. I think we'll be able to work real well together. Uh, you said it, Grinner. And, uh, yeah, I'll basically feel like slowly fill out the rest of it and then basically uh, head out. Yeah. It looks like that'll keep him for another day or so. All right. So, yeah, you leave the set pretty, yeah, fairly satisfied goal for now, and you head back up. Yep, and uh, I go back to the paperwork, and then about, like, 30 minutes later, I sort of uh, look over and I realize that we haven't gotten any word, so I ask, Hey, Pepper! Oh, yeah. Have you received any word from the hospital about Jack and uh, Quincy? Oh, yeah. Um, apparently Quincy's all right. He's going to be, well, he's doing whatever Quincy's doing, I suppose. And as for Jack, uh, Houston, he's laid up in the hospital. He's, oh, he's okay. He's okay. They're just <laughs> doing some tests. They want to make sure there wasn't any of that uh, poison or bacteria in the uh, swamp lurker thingy. Uh, Dubois? Dubois? Yes? Do swamp lurkers have uh, filthy mouths or poison or anything like that? Rooney knowledge, uh... They're very coarse. They use a lot of dirty words. Mm. Filthy mouths. Filthy. Two sixes. <clears throat> Alright, um... They have been known to have some bacteria in their mouths more than anything else. They don't... They are naturally venomous, but it would be good to just have them do a quick check of Jack's system just in case. Yeah, I mean, they do create a swamp, yeah. which I would believe is a not exactly a clean 
plays. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. It is a cesspool of, yeah, single cellular organisms. Right? So, like those, what, Komodo dragons? Not exactly poisonous, but you bite it and things start to rot? Actually, not true. Oh. <laughs> I looked that up. Apparently, they do have venom. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah, that, but that was like a recent thing. Yes. But so, at the same time, there is a ton of bacteria in their mouth. Yeah. So and at the same time, there's an island full of them. And they're just waiting for you to get there. Giants. No, they're waiting for a bridge to form so they can escape. <laughs> Pile up enough human bodies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No joke, my uncle brought his like boat right up to that island, and it's just it's fucking covered. Oh yeah, like they're everywhere. You can't go on shore. All right. So, How do any other animals live there? <laughs> Enough to keep the population sustainable. All right. So uh, I'm gonna give. So since Quincy's out and he yeah. hasn't come back to the station, I'm gonna give him a call. All right, Quincy. Your phone is ringing as you're down in the hospital cafeteria. Oh, no, I'm not... I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm left to this point. I'm going to go buy Mackers. Mackers. <laughs> okay, cool. Hmm. Mackers. <laughs> uh, hello? Uh, Quincy. It's oh, uh, Franklin. Oh, hey, Blackmore. Nice to, nice to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. I heard you got released from the hospital, but yes, uh, yes. I didn't see you at the station. Oh, I'm, I'm fulfilling a request for Jack. He wanted some, some uh, macaroons, he said. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to a bakery. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that does sound like something Jack would like. <laughs> well, I mean, do you have any, recommend- me? do you have any recommendations? Uh, you're near, the, you're near London General, right? Uh, y- yes, I believe so. There's a bakery about three blocks west. Um, can you see Charleston Street from where you are? Um, yes, yes, that's that one. Yes. All right, uh, so you're on the street for London General. Keep heading in that direction. Uh, you'll see it. It's called uh, Boulangerie Bakery. You know what I love the most when I listen to podcasts? When people give actual fake directions in the game. This is immersion! Yeah. Immersion. So yes, I give him directions to a bakery, to a nearby bakery. Alright. I will go the opposite direction, as I did not know what street you were talking about. <laughs> and that's how he got mugged. Yeah. So I keep going until I find a bakery. Okay, yeah. And you're able to pick up some stuff for Jack. Oh, no, no. Uh, I'm not sure what, what what the right ones are, so I oh. pick up several boxes. Oh, wow. Okay, you have a small tower of boxes in your hands by the time you're finished. Uh-huh. I'm so spoiled. Mm-hmm. And back at the precinct, um, the two... Yeah, the three of you are still working on your paperwork when, yeah, Hightower comes into the office. He looks very, very tired, and his tie is just the slightest bit um, askew. How did it go with free. the press, and uh, I'm assuming Buttermaker? Uh, the press was fine. It was Buttermaker that was the trouble. Well, as you might expect, he was a little upset over the fact that his motorcycle was hijacked and buried in concrete. Well, it still works, probably. Uh, I wouldn't know about that because it was submerged in mud, correct? Oh, yeah, that could And be it a turned problem. back into. It got all through the systems and turned back into <coughs> concrete once the effect of the magic wore off. Right. Yeah, that that's going to cost a bit. So, I have. I have been arguing with him over, specifically, some budget concerns. He, at this, he sits down. And if the three of you could um, have a moment. Yeah. As you know, we only have so many myth, ca- uh, myth containment devices to go around, the dream catchers. And you, you all had to deal with two dozen hydras today. 
Frankly, I told him that we needed more, because we're not going to be in situations where we have a maximum of six myths on hand. It's not that convenient. We need more funding for this department, more supplies for you, so you don't get injured in the same way that Houston is in the hospital right now. Why do I feel like there's a butt coming on? Well, that's I have an idea. Love the well, I was talking to Buttermaker about that, and if anything, he says... That, well, he's displeased with the... Well, he's ignoring all the good you've done in this case, and he was giving me all sorts of things about destruction of public property, and he's finger-quoting on this. But, if you had to ask me, he's mostly pissed off over his motorcycle, but he is also talking about the fact that shops were broken into by these infant hydras, and there was some major road damage caused by the swamp lurkers, it's called. (sighs) That was unavoidable. Mm, Which is what I tried to tell him. And unfortunately, we haven't broken any new ground, but if, with any luck, if you all do some more cases, the department will be able to recognize that we'll be able to get some more funding. But, I have an idea for Buttermaker. Hmm? And at this, he... I'm sure... Um, listen, you are a police officer, and he is your superior, so I would advise you not to discuss any insubordinate actions while you're on duty. That's not what I was thinking. Huh. Would you look at that? It appears my time's up for the day. So, <laughs> what were you thinking of? Well, I was thinking that to get Buttermaker off our case, one of us should form a pact with the swamp worker, turn that concrete back into mud, maybe fill the hole back in and fish out his motorcycle. Hey, this might all be a moot point if I'm secretly infected with Swamp Monster. <laughs> <laughs> he nodded this. It fill the help. hole. It might yeah. help the Satan. But, I don't know what it's going to do about one other detail. Effective immediately, the vigilante that's appeared, the man in black, thanks to Buttermaker, he's been moved up to priority one. And he puts the sheet out in front of you guys. In Buttermaker's own words, this man is at the top of the department's shit list. So, right. Effectively, this is going to be one of your newest and most important cases, or at least in his eyes, anyway. Uh-huh. Again, Blackmore does the jerk-off motion. Mm. Yeah, and uh, he nods at that, just rolling <laughs> his eyes a little bit. Now, if it's up to me, Frank... He, the fact is, this man is a criminal. Um, technically speaking, he has broken the law, and he is a vigilante, but... If you had to ask me, he does seem to have his part in the right place. He helped all of you, and if... Not for you, things might have gotten a bit worse. So, investigate the case, bring information to me, I'll assess things as they go along. Right. So, I'm not saying that he's on our side. I'm not saying I'm going to help him. All I'm saying is, bring information to me as it comes up. Right. Decide what to do then. Yeah, so Blackmore, like, lazily takes the little picture, puts a thumbtack in it, and just kind of, like, lazily sticks it to the board. Alright, well with that in mind, you were saying something about the swampy uh, loco. Yes, uh, just the thought that if somebody were to form a pact with it, we could undo some of the damage it caused. And Which also reminds me, I've got a bit of a list of the myths that we have in custody, and the number of packs that you all have. So, it seems as though, Chip, you have several packs altogether, you have the most, so to speak. You have the litmus bird that was acquired in the case regarding the man versus myth debacle. I uh, don't believe I have that. Um, you you had expressed interest in making a pact with it. It's the small bird that has the ability to detect magical energies. That 
Out of character, I don't remember that. No. Oh, okay. Well, I posted it up online and stuff, and I, we did talk about it during the game, but... I don't think we ever had it brought in was the thing. I think it was just brought into containment. Like Yeah, I don't think we ever made a pact with it, but we did capture it. It was captured, yes. Okay, I... I sorry, I don't. Re- I didn't remember. That. I apologize if there was any miscommunication. I didn't mean for that to happen at all. Mm-hmm. So, so there is that. In addition, the other only, the only other level one mist that we have on hand, there are two all mirages, also from the uh, Man vs. Myth. Those are essentially small electric rabbits that can jump very far. What happened to that paper dragon? <clears throat> that is still there. Yeah. This- in terms of level 2 myths, we also have one bugbear from Man vs. Myth, as well as the five dwarves apprehended during the, uh, well, the first encounter. Didn't I make our... a, actually, didn't I make a pact with that bugbear? Not, uh, I have, no. I have a point of hyperbody from making a pact with something. That's the, the Mirrodon. Oh, yeah, that you have a was. pact with the, with the Oh yeah, with the tiny Ant-Man. Yeah. Uh-huh. You go down every so often and spar with it, or just, like, practice katas and, like, combat stances and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We do yoga together, actually. He he needs to work on his flexibility. Yeah, that's true. And and the only other myths that you haven't formed pack with include the bookworm from from your second case at the library, and the swamp lurker which you have just received. Both of those two myths being at level three. So it's up to all of you as to how you want to divide your talent, so to speak. But I dare say they will be incredibly useful should you choose to make packs with them. And we're currently setting up a containment unit from the, for the Swamp Lurker now. We should have everything ready in the next two days or so. Uh, how do you plan to keep it from, you know... Swamping? Um, reinforced mm. steel, actually. It seems to be immune to its effect of turning stone and concrete into mud. Huh. Right. Uh, there was something else. I yes. During our investigation, I came across some... Uh, sorry, what was the name of the, the material? Zeronium. Zeronium. Uh, in the troll market, I mm. had uh, returned it to the dwarves as it is their property. But and what sort of funding did you use to obtain this? I used uh, personal funds. Mm. So not department funding. Good. No. All right. <laughs> Good. Good thing you didn't use the department money because but you your did, money doesn't matter. It, but I'll make a note of that. You still did. How much was it? If I might ask. I. Uh, <laughs> How many gold coins was that? Quite a few. Enough. It cost about like. Um, was it like eight? Yeah, quite. It was quite. It was quite a bit of money. Yeah. But uh, I, I, what, I was think, our, what was the exchange rate? Like a thousand dollars a piece or something? Yeah. yeah, eight golden dwarf coins. Yeah, whatever that ends up being. Right. I, how do I write he, that off on my taxes? He <laughs> jots that down on a sheet of paper, and you gave it to the dwarves. You said. Well, I. Uh, from our previous dealings, it seemed like all Zeronium was dwarf owned. True. And I assumed it was run off from our previous case, and as we had returned all of that Zeronium as well. He scratches his chin. Further operations of this sort might be in order in the future. We could I, possibly use department funding to obtain more Zeronium and give it to the dwarves. I was just thinking that those troll markets, if they're smuggling things as dangerous as Zeronium, that they might be worth looking into maybe forming a task force. And given that you've already made a purchase with them, you are essentially one of their undercover contacts. Without them realizing, of course, your true nature. Right. So. Worth looking into. I'll keep that in mind. It's a good thing they didn't ask you if you were a cop. Otherwise, you'd have to tell them. <laughs> yeah. You're right. If Breaking Bad tells you anything. Yeah. That's not true. All right, kids. well. Listen. That's not true, kids. If you ask someone if they're a cop and they say no, they might still be a cop. Mm hmm. 
be a cop. Uh-huh. Trust no one. Not even yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? There's no cops here. <laughs> so, um, at that, he looks at all of you. Right. Oh, before I forget, Miss Dubois, there's a letter that's come in the mail for you. It was addressed to Scotland Yard, and he hands it over. Oh. Wait, wasn't it addressed to her? Hmm. It says, Scotland Yard, Miss Tara Dubois. Or, oh, okay. actually, it specifically says... Mademoiselle Terra Dubois. <gasps> French relations. Mm. Cool. I'll just I'll look at it and I'll stick it in my bag. Okay. <laughs> now. Fuck you, gargoyle. I got better things to say. Well, no, it's I'm actually a card from the cartoon gargoyle. <laughs> like Goliath on the front, like yeah. My private correspondent. The envelope is themed. Mm. So, so then, mm. uh, he gestures at the paper. Once you get this finished up, I imagine you'll have the rest of the night off. Excellent work, all of you. Right. Right. Okay. <sighs> With that, he nods at all of you and then goes on his way. Hmm. All right, so yeah, I guess finish paperwork? Yep. Uh, so you're going to keep working on that. I idle chattered while we're doing it. Uh-huh. I think I might have made a pack with the paper worm. I don't know. We never saw him be able to fill stuff out, just move it around. Could be useful for moving this stuff. I mean, God knows it's heavy as hell. All right. Mm. Speaking of which, we should probably start feeding him uh, more books to get some of these. And he holds up the uh, the Atlas Shrugged statue that was made out of paper that he got yeah. from feeding the other book. And, yeah, at this point, uh, you've caught the eye of Pepper, who's over at the nearby desk. Oh, yeah. You wonder, you reckon if we feed it more books, it might be able to make some more things? Uh, probably. But it's up to it. I'm not entirely sure it just does these for anybody. Well, um, if I brought... Tell you what, if I brought in a few books for the sake of, uh... Well, call it creative experimentation. Would Blackmore be... looks over the edge of the file he's reading. What type of books? Well, I don't know. Like, whatever came to hand, I suppose. Like, that... like if there were oh. real sexy girls in a book. <laughs> That's what Blackmore's getting at. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, I know. What about Harry Potter, then? Huh? Come on, everybody should... Well, not eat, but read Harry Potter. At least. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I'll allow it. Just make sure you don't feed it that one with the actual dragon. No point giving it ideas. Ah, uh, but that's the fourth book. That's the important one. That's when Voldemort comes back and all. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> For those of you that are 15 years behind, yes. No dragon shenanigans. Oh, and... Tara, you can roll me knowledge myths if you'd like to know about the uh, book one's abilities. No. Or like... <laughs> no. <laughs> nah, Alright. I, I think this was more I think just... you're just shooting the shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not part of this conversation. Okay. But if you'd like, you can roll to know about what its combat abilities and things would entail. Like, what a person could get out of making a pact with it. Have they asked me directly? No. I will not do it. Okay. <laughs> I don't give a single fuck. <laughs> Chris, Chris, if you would like to tell everybody, you can oh. go ahead and tell them. Well, they'd have to roll knowledge or knowledge right. That's the thing. You all are you know. They're just, they're just like sitting there reading. And you're like, I know so much shit. But I'm not going to tell anybody. <laughs> fuck them. My knowledge is mine. Oh my! You're the team's designated encyclopedia, and you're sitting on that knowledge. I know, but you have to ask the right question. Important. <laughs> Anyhow, there is still that letter that you just received. Yeah, all open my letter. Okay, so you know that upon opening it up, you recognize the handwriting. This is from the first and only myth that you have ever made a pact with. The gargoyle Bastille. Bastille. Um, Bastille. Bastille. A, a gargoyle that was crafted in France several hundred years ago and has seen a great amount of French history. And after the fall of the Bastille in, I believe, Bastille. 
<laughs> I believe it's... That wasn't the guy, though. That was the church. Damn it. Yeah. I believe it was the fall in 1789 or so. So during... It's okay. You don't need to say specifics. Okay, okay. The year that, anyway, that thing happened. Yeah. Over, the last over the last 200 years, it had essentially been... Or he had essentially been shipped around to all sorts of different places around the world for use as a gargoyle. And anyway, he had finally arrived in Canada. And uh, after you had spoken with him... Essentially, the two of you finding kindred spirits in each other were able to make a pact, and yeah. Mm -hmm. And it seems as though he sent you a letter from back home. Cool. Mademoiselle Dubois, after speaking to the necessary authorities, I have learned how to contact you. I, have, I apologize for it taking so long, but the method of sending letters in this world is very confusing. You notice this is all handwritten, like as though with a quill and ink. Beautiful. Your home is well. As always, I stand guard over your hometown, watching its streets during the day and ensuring <laughs> the peace at night. It is quiet here. I assume that enough of the criminals here have learned of my presence and are rightfully terrified of the dark legend I have spread as a watcher of justice. You imagine him taking a long drag of a cigarette before he continues. And everything's in black and white for some reason. He's also wearing a beret that is not made of stone. <laughs> An accordion is playing in the background. <laughs> For now, I am satisfied with my efforts to quell evil in this small corner of the world. We should have made this game in France. We, we should take advantage of this Oh, no, God, yes. In my spare time, I have discovered the human invention that is Netflix. The two men who live in the apartment opposite my perch marathon a different series every week. Have you ever seen a show called The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? <laughs> I cannot stop watching it. <laughs> I am halfway through season one, and I am already. I'm waiting for the two men to get back home and play more episodes. It is very funny, and the main character reminds me of you. I wish. Oh, that's offensive. <laughs> I skip ahead. <laughs> I wish to hear how your life is going. When you are able, write back to me about the battles you have faced as a knight of the people. I am sure you have you have endured many hardships as a warrior fighting against injustice and evil. You have undoubtedly seen some of the worst in both man and myths alike. And of all the places you could be, you are in fucking England, of all places. <clears throat> I fucking hate England! <laughs> <laughs> that all part, caps. yeah, all caps. Very angry cursive. A note to our viewers. The views of Bastille on England do not reflect the views of our dear listeners. There is a reason we set it in this city, and that is because it has a lot of wonderful history, and it is a lovely place to go. I've been there myself. Now, well, some, kiss ass. <laughs> some of my best friends are England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm friends with just the landmass. England. <laughs> I am getting sidetracked. Although times may be difficult, know that you have the strength to survive and adapt. And if you feel lost or uncertain, remember that of all those back home, I chose to enter a pact with you. And only you. And if you have somehow managed to find happiness or comrades, then I am sincerely happy. Stay strong, Mademoiselle Dubois. I hope to hear tales of your bravery in battle. With regards, Bastille. P.S. If you see an Englishman, please punch him in the face for me. Just <laughs> all of them! <laughs> I punched you in the arm. Yeah, yeah, you almost got that. So yeah, that's the letter that you wrote. Okay, I like should send him a picture of all of us. Send, send him a selfie. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, with that... Uh, what are you going to do? Keep working on your paperwork and stuff? Uh, we'll finish this off, and then, uh... Yeah. Well, By this point, it's getting pretty late. It's almost 9 o'clock or so. That's plenty of time to get drunk. Mm -hmm. And at this point, yeah, fits and pepper. Alright, well, we're almost finished up for the day. What's uh, your plan, Blackmore? 
Uh, I'm probably going to go see Jack in the hospital. Ah. Well, have a bit of a visit for him. That sounds good. Visiting hours are over. Oh yeah, it's late. At You're night. a ghost man. <laughs> That's I'll true. just break into the hospital as a ghost. Nothing could possibly go wrong. Scare all the patients oh, to right. death. Well, this is your future. <laughs> right. Fucking carry around chains. <laughs> well, thank, yeah. Thankfully, Hardcore um, was able to uh, distract um, Buttermaker from the fact that he had given us the uh, keys to his. Uh, you know, at the moment, it seems as though that uh, man in black was it. It seems he's a scapegoat for everything right now. Yeah, well, keep your ears open. He's probably going to want status updates on that case. Right. So. Well, if we hear anything, we'll, we'll let you know. By the way, how did he get that motorcycle away from the two of you? Uh, they had taken the motorcycle around back a building. They had kept it there. And while they were heading back with the keys, or basically one of them had the keys in his hand, the man in black ran past them at a speed that most humans aren't capable of and snatched the keys out of his hand before he could react. So really, there was little that a person could have done. Mm. But, um, oh, and if you're going to go visit Jack, and he goes behind his uh, desk and takes out a box, here we go, Um, a bit of a specialty batch, and yeah, it's full of donuts. Mm. Just, uh, you know, give these to Jack just as a bit of a get well soon present and all that. Ah, thanks. Mm. I'll uh, make sure that he knows the department's behind him. At this point, something happens. Uh, All of the lights in the building go out. Is this common with Mythfalls, or is this just, like, something's gone horribly wrong? No, it looks like a power outage. Alright, well, the... How much is the containment area Um, require power? Relax, the generators will kick on soon. Mm -hmm. And besides that, most of the units probably would be locked shut in the case of a power outage, not... Opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, yeah. you're saying that it's not common for security systems doors to open <laughs> when the power turns yeah. off? Yeah, turns out shooting the panel doesn't actually I mean, make the door like if there were like electromag locks or no. something. Mm-hmm. Science fiction movies wouldn't lie to me. <laughs> mm. Right, don't worry, everyone stay calm, the generators will kick on okay. soon. Alright, uh, turn on a lot! And at this point, uh, Fitz uh, finds a flashlight and tries to turn it on, but. Huh. What the hell? I put in some batteries earlier this morning. We've been hit by an EMP! I checked my cell phone. Is it on? It's Mm. dead. Hold on. Fire. (laughs) Yeah, so a flame goes up. Oh, um, alright. Okay, everyone remind calm. Just try and get some candles out and all that. And so people start uh, looking for things that can be used as a light source and stuff. Blackmore will also light a fire. Okay. This is odd. Uh, More than odd. Dubois, uh, Adams. We need to go check on the generator in order to make sure that it's up and running. Well, I think that if our phones are dead, that means that something else, maybe a myth, might have done something. Tara, you can roll knowledge myth if you'd like to. Or, you know, keep withholding. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like this one's actually like much yeah. more important yeah. than the other one. It's pretty crazy. This <laughs> one, like, we're not explicitly asking the question, but it is there. <clears throat> Two fours. Two fours. <clears throat> I'll say this. You are not sure because since a lot of new myths are coming into this world, you're not certain how they can interact with electronic objects. So the fact is, this is either... This is one of three things. Either this has nothing to do with a myth whatsoever, this is an effect that a myth has created but one that you don't know about, or this is an entirely new species of myth that's causing this. That is the only way that a myth could be related to this. Aside from that, you're not certain what is the cause of this. Meanwhile, um, 
Quincy, what have you been up to? Oh, I just finished delivering. I had. I'm having the the uh, hospital people deliver the macaroons upstairs. Okay. To so you're in the lobby, and I'm just sitting there waiting, hoping that waiting for the, someone to move all the macaroons. The lights go off. Oh, oh no, it's a hospital. And yeah, that's really bad for a hospital. <laughs> and a bunch of people start exclaiming, "And what's going on?" And so, it's all right. The backup generators will be kicking in soon. And Jack, up in your room, the lights go off, and you're cast into darkness. You hear the plant open. <laughs> 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 I, look, I, I glance at the plant. It's still there? It's still there. Great. You look away, you look back, it's on the pot. And then, for the both of you, the lights suddenly flicker back on. So the backup generator did it worked? Yes. That was odd. Well, if it's the generator running, uh, is it the actual lights came on or is it the emergency lights came on? Because the it, emergency lights would stay for the generator. The okay. generator is to power all the equipment. Emergency lights. Okay, so then it is the generator. Yeah. So, um, the order... Yeah, everybody in the hospital, they're starting to go around all patients. Nothing to panic, nothing to worry about. It's just a power outage of some sort. We'll get this taken care of as soon as possible. And, yeah, they're reassuring a few patients here and there. And, yeah, so... No, that was a bit odd, but Quincy, you take a look outside the window, and there aren't any lights on anywhere. It is very, very dark outside. That's odd. Doesn't seem like the time of year for there to be a power outage. I I guess I'll leave. All right. I know Jack isn't like attached to like an iron lung or anything, so he's fine. Or am I? He's gotta carry the plant. That thing's heavy. But yeah, I'll no, just... No, I'll... I'll also like pull on a shirt and kind of go... Have a look-see around. I can't read my bon appetit mm. with the lights like this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, you head over to the window. The plant's kind of a two feet away from you. Jesus. So, um, no, it hasn't moved. Like, it's just by the window. <laughs> right. But you just keep an eye on it and then just turn back to the window and peer out. It is pitch black. I mean, like, so dark she can't, or he can't see out the window? He can't. He can't even see the outlines of buildings. It is that dark. Wait, where's what? the moon? The moon is there, but there is barely any light. It is not a. It is not a very bright moon. It is heavily obscured by clouds. Is my phone working? You look down at your phone. It's dead. I hit eighty percent battery. Okay. Something. Um, yes. <laughs> All right. I don't mean to cut off from this. No, but, of uh, I just had an idea. So, landline phones, most of them are basically run off of the phantom power that comes out of the actual phone lines. So, Blackmore checks that to see if it's still working. You don't hear anything. Okay, something's definitely up. Phone lines are down, which is very hard to do. All three of you roll me perception checks. Another willpower. Two nines. Okay. Two eights. Two eights. All right. From further in the precinct, you can hear barking. This is canine unit. No, that's the uh, the the hound of the Baskerville. Well, no, the uh, what was the name of that dog? The Komainu. Yeah, the Komainu. Oh, the Komainu. Mm-hmm. Barked at evil. Ah. And. Are you going to follow the source of the noise? Yeah. yeah. Okay, heading towards the front... Yeah, it's at the front doors of Scotland Yard. It's standing in front of the... Yeah, what would be automatic doors. And it is barking as hard as it can outside into the night. Woo! I'm going to pull out my gun. <laughs> <laughs> Just 
firing uh, this guy pointing so the gun at people. I don't know what Chris, yeah. I'm going to use my empathic insight to try and figure out, like, is there anything out there? Like, anything that has feelings? Or is um, it just... You, could, you... Ooh, I know what I'm going to do, actually. You call upon... Sure, two hard dice? Uh, yeah. You call upon your powers, focusing, and then you... Your head feels like it's about to split open. Oh my god, I get the ex of the, like, Charles Xavier, take out Charles Xavier every episode plot. Don't mm. worry, I'll send you my- ah! So, so yeah, it, your brain feels like it's about to split, rip itself in half and crawl out of your skull. God, god damn it! Yeah, ah. the world seems like it's static, then you stop using your powers and the world returns to normal for a moment. What the fuck? And He's so distraught, he lost his accent. <laughs> and you feel fear. The fear. Deep seated terror. Right. The door the doors open or closed? They're closed, but a couple of people are going forward a bit nervously and with their bare hands they're just manually opening them. I From the outside or the inside? The inside. I okay. wouldn't do that if I were you. What <clears throat> just close the doors, lock down the precinct. Right, um, I suppose we can do that. And they, um, yeah, make sure that the doors are shut, lock them tight, and, uh, Hightower comes up. All right, if it, what do you think? Whatever it is, it's mean. And I'm, like, still holding my head, kind of, like, nursing this massive headache. You're all right. I don't know. I tried to see a sense if anything was out there, and I got some sort of, I don't know, whiplash almost. Huh. Right. Because at this high alert, this is going to be a lockdown. There's a high possibility of a myth-related incident going on. All units, uh, keep your firearms on hand. Consider this high alert. And with that, everybody begins to go about bustling into movement. Even Fitz and Pepper are going for their sidearms. As well. Right. Uh, you see, anyway, suspicious. Just shoot them. It's cool. <laughs> right. Uh, perhaps we could, uh, if we're having trouble with the light, maybe uh, bringing up some of the salamanders. Right. In Makes buckets sense. or something. We'll uh, see what we can do. All right. Um, so soon enough, they're bringing up. Yeah. Um, with, in lieu of anything else, they uh, yeah they have the snoozing salamanders in buckets, and they're putting them in five different points around the precinct, with people watching them to make sure they don't crawl out. But they're asleep, but they're serving as basically ambient light sources. Pull like a lid on and start poking holes in it. Yeah. So, and while this is all going on, the Komainu has not stopped barking. All right. So what are you guys going to do? Are you going to uh, wait? Well, lock down the rest of the precinct, I guess. Make sure everyone's safe. It takes about 20 minutes for you guys to take care of all this. All right. But yeah, we go through department to department. Yeah. Make sure everyone's accounted for that's still here. Everyone's good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so essentially everybody is visibly worried, but they have banded together in small clusters for safety, and everybody is at so the So our backup generators haven't kicked in? Um, no. Um... Hightower at this. We've uh, make, made sure to take a look downstairs. All the doors are locked. Nothing can get in. Nothing can get out. So, and we also have guards posted on duty just in case anything happens. Where's right. the generators? Downstairs, but for some reason they're a bit slow to react. Whatever's doing this, well, it's very thorough, whatever it is. Right. Um, going to go up to the roof mm. and take a, out the night vision scope. Oh, All right. Yeah, we have one. So, uh, you take out the night vision scope and you begin looking around the city. Or the top, from the top. Roll me a perception check. Does the night vision scope actually work? Like, or is it shut? Does, night vision uses power, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it's powered. Um, like, it's active power. 
which is so it depends on what the nature of this thing is. If it's like all electricity's dead, the night vision is going to be just like straight optics. It won't do anything. Yeah. Okay. okay. So you try. So, to... so it doesn't. So it also affects anything that wasn't turned on at the time. I guess so. Okay. Well, that was worth a shot. Uh, do I see any lights on anywhere else in the city? It is completely dark. Right. It seems as though all of London has fallen into shadow. <laughs> With the only lights being the lights of candles or flames that people are lighting just for something to see. Right. Um, yeah, so I'll go back down and say it looks like all of London is blacked out. We're going to probably want. People... What a great time to have all our police officers hole up in the precinct. We're probably going to want to have some people moving out. I guess the cars are done. Do we. Uh... Depends Bike on the model. squad! Bike squad! <laughs> if you guys are familiar with the rules of, a, of an EMP, which does destroy a finer electronics, old cars still can works. still operate. Newer but, cars that have, like, circuitry won't. Yeah, but you're talking older cars, like, older than, like, 1970s or something like that, which mm-hmm. may work. Yeah. Which, yeah, if, if they're around, around yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, well, that's also assuming that this is a EMP, because it also took out things that weren't on. EMP takes out anything. No, it's strictly stuff that's, uh... Depends on what type of EMP it is. Well, I read one book about an EMP, and it was so spooky. And... Spooky. I got real spooked. And I got real spooked. Just like we are right now. Well, so, yeah. do we have a... Is there a mounted unit? Uh, yeah. Bike they do squad. have a mounted unit. Bike squad. So, <laughs> problem the is, they don't have anything to see by. No flashlights or anything like that. The only thing we'll be able to use are torches. Alright, well, uh... So, uh, Chip's gonna go take a bucket with a salamander on it, uh-huh. take a knife, cut a hole open, uh-huh. put some, like, plastic wrap over the front. Oh, bullseye lantern. Yeah. Well, any port in the storm? Alright, if, just make sure to bring it back by the time, well, if, when, this is all finished up. Yeah. Alright. Chip has no idea how to ride a horse, so he's no, gonna be of no use here. Mm. Oh, yeah, mounted. Right. Well, yeah. Um, okay. Good horse. All right. So, <laughs> if the mounted unit is heading out, given what is going on here, I want the three of you out on the streets. Right. Cool. We'll keep an eye out. All right. Do we have flare guns? Um, we do have flares. Yeah, they're they're work. They're yeah. Very we have flare guns in storage as well as emergency flares. All right. We I'm going to get a lot of flare guns so we can communicate without a radio. All right. <laughs> if you're in trouble, shoot a flare. Can we get two soup cans? <laughs> a lot of string. Like a just lot of string. Just for you, Quincy. String. Just for you. No. All right. Carrier uh, pigeons. <laughs> so, um, you guys head out of the precinct, and soon enough, as you're waiting in the darkened streets using your salamander makeshift pitch, or... Or flame, whatever we have. Yeah, yeah. Using your flames or your makeshift salamander lanterns, um, soon enough, there is a small platoon of men on horseback, about, yeah, ten men altogether and ten horses, that fall in behind you. Alright. Spread out. Make sure everything's alright. I want every man in a team of two. You have anything happen to you, you go straight to the precinct. Right. And with... Or shoot off a flare. All they... Basically, they've uh, gotten some, yeah, flares out and are basically... Flares and actually glow sticks as well. So they're breaking off glow sticks every now and then to try and light a trail of where they've been and stuff. All right. So, yeah, they split up and they begin heading out to do patrols and stuff. 
what what, what is like what is it like for like actual people walking around? Um, they're stumbling around. Like, tra- a couple of people are they can't use their cell phone lights, so they're resorting to using their lighters and stuff like that. So it's yeah, a lot of people are just um, they've just found the nearest building they could and are just waiting inside there. Yeah. So Blackmore like helps a couple people so, into like yeah. buildings and stuff, okay, and then so, as he comes back, he makes like an offhanded joke to them. It's like Christ. You know, my grandfather always told me about London going dark during the Blitz. Never figured I'd see it in my lifetime. <laughs> and they uh, laugh a little bit at that. And so, do you know when? Do you have any idea what's going on here, officer? Uh, we're working to find the cause of this right now. But for now, please stay somewhere safe. Right. Um, find the nearest entrance. Find the nearest uh, public place and wait there until we manage to figure something out. Keep coming. Keep calm and carry on, then. <laughs> yes, quite. Oh, right, okay. Oh. Wait, I checked the sky. There are German Zeppelins in the sky. <laughs> there are no German cool. Zeppelins in the sky. What about French Zeppelins? <laughs> any kind of Zeppelin. Yeah, there are any... Uh, there is... N- any kind of different kind of Zeppelin. Any kind of regular air balloon. Um, nothing. <laughs> so, um, yeah. We make our so, way into the darkness. Um, the search is continuing, and... Eventually, as you guys go about your business, and Jack, you're waiting in your hospital room, and Quincy, you're just wandering about trying to figure out what's going on? Well, I'm going to help people. Okay, yeah, you're helping people, so you're doing the work. I have a lighter. Okay, yeah. So there, as the guy with the lighter, people are defaulting to you. And once the cigarettes. And do you have your police jacket? Are you in civilian clothes, or do you have your police I always wear... I always am wearing cargo shorts and and sandals, but I am wearing a police jacket, like a windbreaker. So they come up to you thinking, he's an old man, he needs to get somewhere safe, but then they see a police jacket. People come to help me! Yes! (laughs) Oh, you know, oh, oh. They think you just found them once, too. So you lost... Oh, oh, I'm I'm so sorry. Uh, No problem, do you need any help? That's the Uh, real question. Yeah, so as you're speaking with them, suddenly... All of the lights begin flickering back on, and all electronics start powering up once again. And it's as though what just occurred didn't do. Yeah, it didn't happen at all. The dark shadow that passed over us all. It was the Germans. Are there any reports coming in about um, other cities experiencing this? You take a look. You pull out your phone. Oops, check Twitter. Um, it's 10 o'clock, and yeah, people are going on to Twitter asking about what happened. Wait, it's 10 o'clock? What time was it when it went out? A little after 9. It was almost, it's been this way for almost an hour. Okay. Time did not do nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did we lose time? (laughs) Yeah, you're not sure if anything's gone on or not. Like, people are just mostly confused and stuff. And, um, so, as you guys are, um, yeah, what about the three of you? Well, I guess once stuff starts coming on, I give uh, Quincy and Jack... I basically holler Quincy and Jack on the phone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what the fuck's going on? Uh, we were wondering the same thing. Looked like the entire city of London just went out all of a sudden. Right, you need me at the precinct. Uh, are you cleared? Mm. Not yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, basically the... Uh, at oh, this point, I, the I know I'm not, I'm saying yeah. 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 All right, well, if you've got doctor's orders, make your way over here on the double. I have a suspicion we're going to get a lot of calls soon. Right. And at this point, yeah, Hightower comes on. Hmm? Blackmore, how's everything on your end? Uh, looks good so far. Right. We're getting just a lot of calls and complaints, just people wondering what caused all of that and such. Yeah, we're kind of figure wondering that ourselves. Hmm. We'll call you if anything comes up. Right. Over. So. Okay, so, and yeah, qu- so yeah. I, I stumbled my way back to the precinct. Okay, so as you do so... Um, yeah, sudden, roll me perception. 
<laughs> oh, hey, look, it's the devil walking down the street. <laughs> nice shorts. <laughs> it looks exactly like David Bowie. I was um, surprised. Nothing. <laughs> three, um, two, three, four, six, nine, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I hope I hope Jack likes those macaroons I bought him. <laughs> <laughs> so, and as for the three of you, um, you three roll me perception as well, please. Everybody fail. We'll never figure out this mystery. <laughs> oh wow, two tens. Damn it! Uh, what I just say, Harry? <laughs> I can't. I can't help it. Two fives. From a distance away, you hear a loud voice pierce the night. <gasps> Somebody call Scotland Yard! Yeah. <laughs> and as you listen further, you hear screams from a distance as more people, as something is happening. As more people find. <sighs> The bodies hit the floor. Everyone looked up and they turned blind and now we have to deal with the triffids. Fade to black. <laughs> so. The horror! The horror! <laughs> so, guys. I'm just helping her. <laughs> Creating ambiance. Yes. Uh, you, you really don't need to. <laughs> Alright, so we make our way over to the screams. Yeah, okay. Going. So you see that a... Yeah, a couple people are coming with you in the direction of the noise. They're talking, what's going on? I don't know. There was shouting something about calling Scotland Yard. Stay back, people. And so, as you, yeah, a bit of a crowd is formed, and they're gathered around, yeah, um, it appears to be a, yeah, a small street between two buildings. Not wide enough for a car, but wide enough for people to go through an alleyway, basically. And so, and you can see that people are clustered around the entrance, and they're not looking inside of it. They're looking up. All right. You go over to where they are, and that's when you see the body. It is forming almost a Y shape as it hangs suspended in the air. Barbed wire is wrapped around both of its wrists as it is dangling in midair. It's a woman, a myth. She seems to be not the same dryad that Jack Houston knows, but a dryad nonetheless. <laughs> Some stranger, it's fine! <laughs> The leaves surrounding her face are purplish, but her entire body seems to be withered, as if she has starved to death in a matter of hours. And dried blood, even from a distance you can see that dried blood is gathered at every visible orifice. Her ears, her nose, her mouth, her eyes. And she hangs suspended in the air as blood slowly drips down to stain the alleyway below. Fuck. And that's where we'll end it for this session. Right, everybody, thanks for listening. <laughs> Ruining the tension. Hope you have a good night, everybody. <laughs> the dri- horror, the drive, horror! Drive home safe. <laughs> Fasten your seatbelts, audience. Ugh. Things are going to change from here on out. We hope you enjoy. Hey, everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.